I mean, really, who doesn't like whiskey and cake? Are you an entrepreneur who's looking for motivation, strategy, and tactical guidance on taking your business to the next level? Do you like surrounding yourself with action takers who know what it takes to win? If so, you're in the right place. My name is Josh Thomas, and I'm your host. Join me as I speak with some of the greatest business minds on the planet. Welcome to the Do Zone. I want to die peacefully in my sleep like my grandfather, not screaming in terror like his passengers. <laughs> Jack Handy. DZ Tribe, Josh Thomas. Really glad to have you. Be sure to follow and subscribe to this podcast, The Do Zone, on Apple and or Spotify. <clears throat> and then just to let you know, this podcast is brought to you by Unbreakable Teams. We use a science-backed process to triple your company's productivity without additional costs, without having to hire anybody else, without having to take any more of your time so that you can maximize your impact as an entrepreneur. To learn more about how we can help you dominate the next 12 months, head over to unbreakableteams.com. Once again, that's unbreakableteams.com. So let's put some whiskey in your cake. I randomly was driving down the interstate one day. Uh, I live in Austin, Texas, and uh, just north of here is another little town called Round Rock. And as I was driving past the main strip of restaurants, I saw one that stood out to me, and it was called Whiskey Cake. And I thought, hmm, you know what? I like whiskey, and I also like cake. What a perfect match what the, oh, that's like the best idea I've ever heard in my life. And so I just kind of filed it away because it wasn't like next door to my house. It was a little bit of a drive from where I lived. So I'm like, all right, cool. And then one day I decided to go, took a friend with me. We sat down uh, at the place and it was packed. Uh, there was all kinds of people in there, but it was a little bit late. It was, it was I think it was like a Monday or something, uh, but it was a little bit late, uh, 8, 8.30, and I think they closed at 10. And so walked in, first of all, first impression, this place was hopping, and everybody was having a good time. The music was just the perfect level to where you could talk and still be entertained. The lighting was just at the perfect level to where you could see things, but you weren't being kind of like blinded by the light. It was the great ambiance, a nice warm light, had this kind of industrial theme to it, uh, kind of, uh, you know, exposed uh, beams and wood beams and metal. Uh, super great place. It's a, apparently it's a chain. And so maybe there's one near you, or if you live in Austin, uh, just go to Round Rock and you can check it out there. And I want to tell you about Whiskey Cake. Uh, because it was one of the greatest dining experiences I've ever had. Now, the food was great. Don't get me wrong. It's not necessarily about the food, uh, but it's about the attention to detail in every possible aspect. That attention to detail was so strong that it was the thing that stood out to me the most over the quality and flavor of the food over the ambiance 
and over the massive selection of whiskey that they had, which was very, very massive. I was super impressed, actually. So they were able to seat us pretty much immediately, uh, and we, we sat down, and then a lady came up. I think her name was Mary. Um, she had, like, red hair, which was kind of cool, but she was super kind, very knowledgeable, and uh, she asked us, you know, hey, how can I help you? And she had all of the right words to use. She had all of the right responses. She had a recommendation for what to eat because we didn't really know what to pick. And so we picked some kind of uh, beef Wellington or something like that. I don't remember exactly. It was like a beef sort of thing, like a beef roast-ish type of thing. Uh, and that was incredible, by the way. And I'll get back to that in a minute. And then I'm at a place called Whiskey Cake. You know I'm going to get some whiskey. And so they had these whiskey flights. Uh, and so you can just select, uh, I think it was a half-ounce pour of, of four different whiskeys. And I was a little overwhelmed. And so I gave her a couple of suggestions. I picked one, and I said, can you have somebody else pick the rest of them for me? Yep, got it. Our bar manager is here. He knows exactly how to pick a pro flavor profile for you. Don't worry, I've got you. All right, cool. And so she goes away and we're talking and we're just admiring the beauty of this place. It smells nice. It sounds nice. It looks nice. All of the people working were perfectly dressed in their uniforms. There was nobody out of uniform. There was nobody with like a shirt untucked. None of that. And since we got there a little bit late, we could. Uh, they were starting to clean out the tables as people were leaving. They weren't seating any more people because it was going to close soon. And as we were waiting on our food to come, uh, we could see multiple servers and uh, front uh, uh, front of house people cleaning furiously, like desperate housewife cleaning like no offense sorry if you're a housewife I mean I'm not trying to say that you're the best cleaners in the world but it's just like that's the best way I can describe it it's just like that's the craziest uh, thing I've ever seen like how furiously they were working to clean not only were they sweeping the floors but they were pulling out their cell phones and turning on the flashlights and looking for crumbs they may have missed to clean those out and at the same time, there was another group of people that were very carefully cleaning off the tables to make sure that they were clean. They had these little wooden dividers. There was this one really long table. It had to have been, I don't know, two tables that were like 15 feet each. Uh, and then what they did is every four to six seats, they would have these wooden dividers to kind of like separate it between parties. They would pick up the dividers and clean the bottom of the dividers and clean out any of the crumbs that had collected under the dividers. There were water glasses sitting on these tables that were unused, and they were clean, and they would pick up the water glasses, and they would hand clean them with a rag to make sure that they were spotless. And then they would walk around, and they would pick up this, uh, they would have a broom and a little... Uh, dustpan thing to spot check every single area and every time it was the same they would pull out their cell phone they would put on the flashlight and they would look for anything they may have missed they carefully applied the cleaning materials to the booth seats to make sure that they were 
thoroughly disinfected. And I can only think and I can only imagine at this point, if they care this much about how it looks outside, that kitchen must be incredible. And so then the food comes out. My whiskey came out too, by the way. And the whiskey selection was tremendous. Uh, Eagle Rare, if you're not a fan of Eagle Rare, you're wrong. Uh, I highly suggest that you go and get yourself a pour of Eagle Rare any chance that you get. It is actually technically rare. It's a little bit hard to find. Uh, And so I picked the Eagle Rare, and then the guy picked three other uh, whiskeys that I'd never heard of, and they were all amazing. The food comes out. I take one bite of the food, and the food is really, really tasty. It's like this weird combination of there's like a a, a beef roast, and then there's some kind of uh, bizarre like cauliflower thing under it, and there's like some potatoes and... It was it was like a little hipstery and it was very unique, but it was flavorful. But it needed salt, right? And so there was no salt on the table. And so I flagged Mary down, like, "Hey, Mary, can you bring some salt?" Yep, no problem. She goes. She comes back, like, thirty seconds later. Um, what was it that needed salt? And I said, "Oh, well, you know, it's just the 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 beef just needed a little bit of salt." Okay, thanks for letting me know. I'll let Chef know. And that stood out to me. The chef, not, no, well, no, I, let me correct myself. The chef, I keep saying that, but she didn't say the chef. She said chef. Anytime it's chef and not the chef, you know you're talking to somebody important. I will let chef know. Anytime you identify yourself as chef, you're going to take that guy seriously, right? And so because I was unsatisfied with the level of salt on the food. It was her responsibility to go and let chef know that the pot roast came out and a customer had a complaint that it didn't have enough salt on it. And so chef was able to take that feedback and I don't know what he or she did with that feedback. Maybe, maybe he was like yelling at the person that prepared it, you know, like a chef Gordon Ramsay kind of thing. Or maybe he was just like, okay, I'm going to take that into consideration because maybe if you hear that feedback five or six times, we need to just add a little bit more salt so everybody will like it better. Regardless, chef cared enough about what I thought about the food to compel the server to let him know how I felt. Regardless, whatever thing, I want to know about it. And I want you to tell the customer that I want to know about it. I'll let chef know that that part of the meal was lacking salt. That has no impact on me whatsoever because I already got the salt. I already got the meal, but she wanted me to know that the chef cared enough. And so every single thing there just stood out to me as just the highest level of service, the ambiance, perfect music, lighting, perfect. There was one thing that Mary pointed out to me that the chairs weren't weren't uniform. They were uh, like different styles of chairs, and they were not allowed to put any two matching chairs next to each other. They had to be mismatched purposefully. Like who puts that level of attention and detail into their restaurant if they don't really really care about the experience? And again. If they put that level of detail in how it feels to be there, imagine how good the food is. 
Now, regrettably, I was on a, a health kick at the time, and I did not actually partake in the signature dish, which is the whiskey cake itself. Uh, but I did go another time because my experience was so good that first time. I went back as soon as possible on purpose. I'm like, nope, we're going to whiskey cake. This is an awesome place. Went to whiskey cake, had the whiskey cake. Whiskey cake was amazing, by the way. Highly recommend it. And the experience and the service, everything was just as good. I even saw Mary again. She wasn't my server this time, but I did see her. I don't think she remembered me. <laughs> it had been like two months. But I wanted to share with you what it really means to create an environment, a workplace, an experience of true excellence, of true dedication to your craft so that you can build a world that somebody might come in and enjoy at the level that you want them to enjoy it. All those little details matter. Mary, knowing exactly what to recommend. Telling me the bar manager can recommend a whiskey that goes with Eagle Rare. I got you. You need salt on your food? Here's your salt. Can you let me know which one of these was not salty enough? I'll let Chef know so that we can be better. And then me and my crew, we are going to make this place shine because it's so clean. So that when you come in, you're not distracted by how dirty or disorganized it is. You're only focused on how amazing this experience is. And that's going to translate to how much you enjoy this food. That's what it's all about. So this is not my 15-minute commercial for whiskey cake. Although, if there is a whiskey cake near you, I highly recommend it. And if you do happen to go to Whiskey Cake, let them know that you heard this episode of my podcast of The Do Zone and tell the manager to listen to my podcast and tell them thank you. Tell them thank you to thank Chef for creating an amazing experience for me in Round Rock, Texas at the Whiskey Cake. And I hope that you can take a lesson from this for your business what kind of experience can you create? How can you go above and beyond and create something truly magical that somebody else will enjoy so much that they can't forget about it months later and that they're still talking and they're telling everybody they know what an amazing experience that was. What can you do to create that? That'll do it for this episode of The Do Zone. Now it's time to go do something. We'll see you later. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe on Apple or Spotify. Share this episode with a friend. Screenshot it and add it to your Instagram stories. Smoke signals, carrier pigeons, whatever works best for you. If you're looking to crush your goals this year and level up your team, we're here to help. To learn more about how our scientifically backed process can increase your company's productivity by up to 300%, head over to unbreakableteams.com. That's unbreakableteams.com. <laughs>